about Ross and Patrick. I don't care. Yeah, like, who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Mm, maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so, like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? We care. Gross. It's like I always say, it's all about consistency. If you want to do a podcast, yes. put out an episode about every 90 or 120 days or so. That is what you always say and what a lot of professionals always say. And here at the Who Cares podcast, I'm Ross. And I'm Patrick. What's up, everybody? How have we're, you been? We're nothing but consistent. Yeah, consistently not putting up new episodes. That's right. That's because we've got things cooking. A lot of plates spinning. A lot of child rearing. A lot of dog walking. A lot of dog feeding, child feeding. A lot of child not sleeping. A lot of child sick. A lot of child sleeping, sleep training. A lot of trips with <laughs> child. A lot of holidays. A lot of New Year. A lot of fall, oh, winter, spring. A lot of money jobs. A lot of jobs that we want to make money. A lot of networking producing, invoicing, DJing. D <laughs> We're DJs now. Roofing, plumbing, siding, we tile work. Yeah. We do it all. Okay. We got one of those handyman minivans. We're task rabbits. We're driving around town. We've got ladders on the side. We haven't we don't know what to do with any of them yet. Uh, no, you do. You know what to do with things like that. Yeah, I love tools. I just drive. Yeah. I'm the driver. I, I should just Uber, shouldn't have, I? Have we ever talked about your we moonlighting as a driver? Yeah, we have. You we should have. be an Uber. I should. Yeah. I mean, if our car, we've also I been major paying. car trouble. <laughs> I don't know if the Kia Compromise can make it as an Uber. I mean, certainly I see cars no, on the street that are in worse shape. No, Uber would literally not approve it. I think it has to be like a certain. Will it pass an inspection? No, it, I think it has to be like a less than seven years old or something. Come on. I've seen the, cars on... Well, then we can maybe work for our local uh, gypsy cab service. Yeah, Bushwick car service. they, for sure, don't give a shit what your car Could looks Could you like. imagine? So, I mean, when you call Bushwick car service, it's someone with a very thick South American ac accent that I'm just going to approximate. Sure. Am I allowed to? I mean, it's always... Hello, Bushwick. Hello, Bushwick. Now... Those are just facts. We're not being... Yeah. Yeah. You know what? We're being whatever. You decide. And I've never had a uh, person of uh, American roots pick me up. Like, it's always South American... Well, that is America, Latino, in fairness. Latin American. So I would say maybe you haven't had any whites. native English speakers. There's maybe. never any whites. So imagine you... <laughs> I love the idea of They're you like great. They're taking our jobs. Or just Me. or just like if I called a car and you showed up and you're like, Good morning, hon. I'm here to <laughs> Oh, it's actually me, yeah, yeah. and you're surprised to see me. Yes, you snuck um, good out. Good morning, hun. You snuck out the back door. I'm taking you to LaGuardia and today. And I'm like, but who's watching the baby? I'm like, it's handled. And you know what? You would trust that it's handled, right? Because why? I fucking handle shit. Because you're home. a task rabbit. Yeah, but I also like handle shit. At yes, home. you sure do. You sure do. Okay. So I think the podcast went off the rails oh. along with everything in our life when we went to Denver for Thanksgiving. Well, the last time we 
put up a pod was the end end of October, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it was when I started working a shitload. Oh, that's when work started. Because then I started working like Monday through Friday, and we had like no extra time to like do the things we are passionate about. Only the things that provide us with income to survive. We only had time to hold on by a thread. Yes. That's all we had time for. So we did a pod in late October. Then I just started working a ton, but don't worry. The rug has been pulled out from under me and I am not working a ton now. And it's over. (laughs) I've burnt the bridge. I'm not entirely sure how, uh, but the bridge has been burnt, and um, so now expect a regular pod. You're welcome. We're going to be dropping pods every single yeah. day. <laughs> because Francis is in full-time daycare, and neither of us are working at the moment, so... We don't have money to burn, but we've got time to burn. That's right. That's right. And Although hopefully... That, for some reason, that doesn't feel true either. No, because we don't really have time to burn, but... We do want to record more and, uh, you know, we're doing our best and we've heard, you know, the people speak. They wanted, they wanted more. The fans wanted more. Yeah. I've got DM'd by zero people saying, Hey, when's the next podcast coming out? Let's not self-deprecate. Okay. The fans have asked and we are providing. Yeah, but they're only DMing you. Whatever. So you are me and I am you. I think the votes <laughs> we are I us. think the vote the parliamentary procedure would be that you just now continue this podcast on your own. We all know that that would just be a real disaster. Or it could take this to the next level. Be <laughs> honest with yourself. What do you really see when you envision yourself in a podcast studio? Just I envision us. Wow. I hate working solo. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't You like, know that about me. You love a group project. I mean, I do and you I don't. support systems. I do. I need support systems. And actually, because viewer, reader, I don't remember Subscriber. what we- Subscriber. I don't know what we call you anymore. Cult member. Cult member. Member. Maybe, uh, maybe the viewer is the leader and we're the follower. Leaders. Whoa, dude. We have empowered our audience. Leaders. Will somebody please take the lead? (laughs) Leaders and readers. We need a leader is quite honestly. Is there anybody out there needing an unpaid internship as a podcast producer? Right in. Would anyone like to be our producer? Because my God, we're leading in so many facets of our life that we are struggling to lead in this, this facet. So anyway, producers. Anyway, produce. (laughs) Let's call. Let's call our fans producers. You're our producers. Producers. Um, I started taking a birth educator training course, which means I am being trained to potentially teach a birth education class to future parents. Um, and what was I going to say in relation? It was something about me taking that class. That was leading me. Oh, yes. And I was saying to the group, to that class just on Sunday in our Zoom class, our virtual class, that I am somebody that really needs community Mm -hmm. and support. Mm -hmm. And I and I thrive in like a brainstorm. I mean, a lot of it has to do with I don't think I'm capable of stuff by myself. So that is like its own. And when you're around me, you're like, wow, I can do anything. 
kind of because he makes, he makes me feel so safe you so made me empowered feel safe supported and i'm like he's gonna do all the shit i don't know how to do and that's great mm. and i don't want to learn how to do okay <laughs> so i'm the producer well you've been the producer so far we all know that but we would like to outsource that producing right. so that you can right. go do your like we both Ideally, what does everyone want? You just want to show up, right? Yeah. You want to show up. You want to do your thing. You want to out. I just want to know where the green room is with uh, sparkling seltzers. Yes. Um, That's a, a bit redundant, but a, okay. A few. I want extra sparkles. <laughs> I want the coarsest bubbles in there. I want you bubbles. Want harsh. I want it to feel like fucking sandpaper I was when I'm say, drinking it. Yeah, I love sandpaper. that. I love it when it hurts. See, I love a gentle bubble. You know that about me. I love a Pellegrini. Yeah, I. that is horseshit. I could chug a cold Pellegrini. I want a... Black Cherry Howls backstage. Oh. Okay. <laughs> We're asking for different things on the rider, first of all. <laughs> I want to just show up to the green room, drink my seltz, not talk to anyone until it's time to perform. So and producers, then, it's time to step up is what this episode yeah. is about. Uh, you want more content? You gonna have to produce. Okay. But yeah, in the fall, you were you went into working mother. I became stay-at-home dad. I was yeah. taking Fran to the park every day. Oh, yeah, because we hadn't started daycare. Oh, my God. So much has happened, so producers. So much has happened, producers. <laughs> Fran has had a whole evolution. Oh, she, my God. She's a person now. She, yeah. Today, she's got opinions. Today's March 15th at the time of this recording. Uh, she is officially 21 months old, three oh months gosh. shy of two years old. Wow. And she's acting like a 17-year-old wow. on Insurrection Day, January 6th. <laughs> it's every morning before daycare is January 6th. Yeah. Okay. It's a. It's around 9 a.m. Uh, is January 6th. It starts out fairly lovely. <clears throat> yeah. You know, although not great this morning. Also, we're debating, is this an alternative parenting podcast? Are we parlaying into a different, yeah. into a different niche? Yeah. So okay? producers, that's really your call. Whatever really you decide, <laughs> whatever you think. We're going to need the producers on this one. Okay. But I, I guess why I was thinking about Denver in terms of like where things went off the rails. <laughs> I mean, they the, certainly went off the rails. For the podcast and our family. <laughs> Uh, we had this awesome trip to Denver for Thanksgiving where Fran came home sick. And we didn't talk about that. We must deprived. have recorded after that. I don't know if we did. Anyway, continue. I'm sorry. I mean, we we had some in-depth debriefs with friends and family during post and during the trip about all the challenges that it was. Uh, so it feels like maybe we podcasted about it. But now I'm... Paranoid? Should I double check? No, to make let's sure? just keep make your point because the it's point been such a it, it's it been was, such a long time. It, it, she got sick on like the last day. She had like the crazy cold. We fly five hours home with her like catatonic in your arms, which was really scary. Yes, and then it just led to like a week of like fucked up sleep after we had sleep trained her the winter prior. And the so sleep we had like was off the rails leading in. Try to keep the mic closer to your face. Sorry, huh? I'm not wearing headphones I, and, and I, I forgot. Producers, I forgot how to do a podcast. Yeah, you, you're out of practice. Um, The sleep was beginning to be off the rails, which I think she was starting to feel kind of shitty. And then like 
it just totally devolved. We had to like do a few nights of free sleep training and let her scream in the crib. And, but we got back on track, but then I started working a ton and the holidays and the, this and the, that, but it's like these really intense, like toddler bursts have been happening over this time with like growth and development and like, She's talking, she's screaming, she's running, she has opinions. I mean, even over Christmas, she wasn't quite speaking the way she is now. Now it's like she's repeating all of our words. She's she's like elevated every week, basically, yeah. which which comes with that. What comes with that is tantrums. Mm. But so we started her in daycare in the heart of Omicron. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I was going to, I mean, I don't want to keep time lapsing here, but the heart of Omicron was Christmas time, well, which I, was its own like yes. epic week of like challenges and frustrations. Let's not get too bogged down in like a holiday recap. Yeah. Yeah. Though. No, I don't, I don't want to do that. I'm just, okay. I guess I'm just saying that, uh, from, Thanksgiving time on it has just felt like shits off the rails all the routines and all the predictabilities have become uh, games for her that she wants to (laughs) fuck up I mean the question is has there been any predictability or is it just like we have a week here and there where things feel like they're in control and then off the rails again and then you regroup you get some consistency something happens sleep sickness yeah travel off the rails again time to regroup which yeah. i guess is just life? what being a parent is i guess that's i mean it's life certainly but specifically with this little creature that just keeps rapidly changing like you know, we are adults that believe that you can continue to evolve and change. You know, you don't have to just be stuck in whatever life choices. Um, but we are not changing at the rate in which infancy to toddler takes place. Yeah, and- especially the last two mornings, some of these tantrums have had such rage. Yeah. And guttural growling. Yeah. And shrieking. Unhinged. And Wolverine style clawing, <laughs> clawing at I your mean, face. You were were you watching her as she was coming at me this yeah. morning? Like you describe the scene because I only had it coming at me from the front directly. She, she looked like she was pawing at your face like she wanted to tear your eyeballs out. Like yeah. I wanna harm I wanna harm my mother who birthed me. Yeah. I would like to peel the skin off the front of her face and chew on it. And I was kneeling like a on, rabid dog. And I was kneeling on the floor. And just to be clear, what the catalyst for this incident was putting on her coat to go outside. She didn't want to put on her coat. We got through the clothes. We got through the shoes. Well, wait, wasn't it related also to she? Oh, there was a cabinet incident. Yeah, She went into the cabinet where the printer was. She was making some photocopies of nothing. <laughs> Because she figured out, she figured out the right sequence of buttons. Photocopies of nothing. The right buttons that would lead to paper coming out, and of course, that's a cabinet that's usually got a safety child lock on it. So I try to 
gently move her out of the way, but she has no motor skills. So you gently guide her by the shoulder. It just takes a millimeter of catching her shoe the wrong way. She's yeah. on the floor. She thinks I pushed her down. All hell breaks loose. Yeah. We were recovering from that, trying to transition into the coat. I mean, because now we have the daycare element, there is this new part of like getting ready for school, right? Yeah. That now is going to be our life for the next, I think, 18 17 years. years, right? Yeah, I guess. So, and that'll evolve, of course. Uh, and, you know, we're trying our best to uh, navigate like conscious. I don't know if I want to say the word gentle because I feel like that evokes a certain response that I'm not interested in. But like, you know, we're trying to remain as calm as possible, allowing space for her feelings, but also setting boundaries. Right. Mm -hmm. And that is really different and learn like we're trying to learn that as we're doing it basically like you're in the face (laughs) like she literally looked psychotic this morning like she's staring me in my eyes like groaning and screaming deadpan trying to claw at me Mm -hmm. you know I'm like this is crazy (laughs) this is really intense behavior but it's also like from what we hear very normal Mm -hmm. um but it's uh it's quite the sight and you're just like i've read i'm supposed to just be calm and tell her that her feelings are natural and normal but like she can't hit me and she can't scratch me yeah what is it you're the strong calm leader you're a strong calm leader Okay. They want you to lead, but they also want choices. So it's like, you're just, it's just like these series of mind games and mind fields. Okay. Mm. Minds. And Minecraft. And you, (laughs) landmine. Landmines. (laughs) Mine for mind. Yes. Um, and you are very strong, not always calm. I'm always calm, not always strong. Mm. So, and I'm just saying that in a very rough way. Sure. To mean that we have different styles. Uh, so there's. I think I'm very calm with her, though. Yeah. Yeah. Are you hesitating? Um, I'm you're reviewing. Thinking. I'm you're reviewing thinking. in my mind. You're thinking. Yeah, you're calm with her. And then you then snap I... your head to the side <laughs> and go, do something. <laughs> I do. I do. I was going to say, I try. I put all of my energy like, in honey, trying to be like honey, a calm. Like I'm beautiful here. presence to I'm her. Here. I'm here with you. I can hear you. I see you're upset. I see you're frustrated. I know. Honey, do something. I'm like, why are you just standing there? Grab a model or something. And Honey, I'm, like, I'm just being Your feelings calm. are valid. Every Yes, I see that you're angry. Yes. I know. I get frustrated too sometimes. Hun, would you do something? Grab the wipes. <laughs> The wipes, the wipes, the wipes. she brought with her today to daycare, this brand new thing of wipes, this envelope of wipes that she's obsessed with. She brought it with her to daycare <laughs> as if it were an Elmo doll, like a Which teddy bear. Which we offered the Elmo, rejected. She wanted the wipes. She yeah. wanted the unopened wipes. Yeah. And she, <laughs> she hugged them the entire way she to daycare. Did. 
At one point, they, I was gonna ask. You. At one point, they slipped down to the bottom of her like sleep sack uh-huh. thing in the stroller, and she got upset and was trying to get them. Was she going? Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. So we had to go in, fish them out, put them back in her lap, so she could embrace Cradle the wipes. them like a newborn baby. <laughs> so this is the kind of. That's creature my, we're dealing with here. That's my kind of, that's, that's my daughter right there. Getting comfort from cleanliness. Oh, yes. Yes. And my daughter is writhing around, screaming, trying to claw at my face. And I'm like, girl, I get it. Okay. I get it. If only you understood that I got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that you're like this probably because of. Hereditary behavior. Mm-hmm. I think I first started noticing these kinds of tantrums when we would come back in from outside and I would key into the apartment with my keys and she would be obsessed with the uh. keys and she'd want to do the keys. So I got into the habit of handing her the keys as we walked down the hall so that she could like hold them, play with them until it was time to key into the place. And, uh, she learned that she doesn't know how to use keys. She doesn't know (laughs) that they go in the lock and then the lock has to turn and our lock is kind of finicky and it's like a whole thing. Oh my God. There's a lot of fine motor skills involved. And uh, (sighs) so then I would have to take the keys, which would upset her, get into the apartment. She's just on the ground, flat on her back, screaming at the heavens. Uh, Actually, the very first time we ever saw her fully lay on the ground, at least in my memory, and just like she did a literal kicking and screaming that we witnessed was in Colorado. Again, to support your theory of that's when shit went off the mm. rails. I remember we were in that hotel room. She got on the floor, literally kicking and screaming, and we both looked at each other and we're like, you ever seen that? Yeah. Wow, how about that? You know, and it was like, it was alarming to both of us, not in a way where we were like, oh, God, something's the matter. It was just like, oh, we've entered yeah. a new stage here. And we've never looked back, quite yeah. frankly. She is, you know, I was talking to somebody as a do at the dog, dog park, you know. Lo- that's the new Chili's. It's my <laughs> it's Chili's. Dave's going to love that one. Well, that's Michael Scott from The Office. He says the golf course. Oh, no, he says about Chili's that it's the new golf course. <laughs> so I'm now saying it's the new oh chilies. The dog park is the new chilies. Um, as a somebody it's who your neighborhood bar and grill, it's my neighborhood bar and grill, which is kind of true because it is, is like where Applebee's, I like. Right? I like to do my small talk. I like to do my socializing. Yes, I do believe that's Applebee's. It's which, dog Applebee's. Which how sad. Um, <coughs> but anyway, I was talking to somebody today. Uh, who I'm friendly with. I'm familiar with her. I don't know her name. I know her dog's name, Vader. An old pug that was never... Is it an all-black pug? It's an all-black pug. That's a great name for a black pug. Who's like 13, was never... Is this the fashion-looking lady? Yes. she's She does uh, makeup, I believe, yeah. in, my, in my biz. She reminds me of Bjork. Interesting. She has like the blonde hair pulled yeah, back. Yeah, bleach blonde yeah. hair, often pulled back, sometimes pink. Vader, 13, never been snipped, balls hanging so low. Mm. And I actually said to her today, I was like, wow, those balls are like really hanging. She's like, I know. I've been thinking about like, can I construct something for him? (laughs) Just like a tiny pair of 
tidy whities <laughs> But anyway. I might have some leftover stuff from my vasectomy that would hold them up. Like a net of yeah. some kind. Uh, Remember that? Oh, my God. The nip snip. We've never looked back. Okay. Uh, but she was saying that she, I was explaining this tantrum this morning and how crazy it was. And she was like, oh, that was me. And I was like, oh, really? She was like, yeah. She was like, and without me even saying anything, she was like, I feel like any kids that grow in and grow up to be like really independent, creative adults are always like crazy like that in the beginning. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to run with it. Because as we know, our gal, fiercely independent. She does not want to be controlled or directed or protected. Which... Or fed or held. <laughs> I mean, she likes those things, but on her terms. Yeah. On her terms. Yeah. So, you know, that's basically what we've been up to. Yeah. You know, we could get into the minutia of it all, but uh, I think we're both still processing from the trauma of this morning's tantrum. Yeah. <laughs> so that's at the front of mind. And producers, while we're on that note... Um, you know, we've been thinking about potentially changing the name of this podcast, which are you cool with me yeah, yeah, discussing divulge, this? Divulge, I mean, if, if we're really, if we're really putting it to the producers here yeah. to help us. Um, so, you know, we've been, who cares about Ross and Patrick for some time now? I think 2017 was when yeah. this all began. Wow. Um, over 110 episodes. Over now. 110 episodes. This will be 110 right now. Obviously. You know, we still plan on, I will say, you know, we've gotten out in them streets, which we are happy to divulge more about. Sexually. Like, you know, there's been a date here and there for both of us. So, you know, we're still freaky deaky, as it were. Mm -hmm. Is that what the kids say? No, Uh, definitely not. They don't say that. Um, We're really old. We're noticing that, too. Um, I noticed noticed it approximately 40 minutes ago. (laughs) Wink, wink. You're just going to leave it at that? No, we can talk about no, it. No, I don't. I wasn't going to. We had sex earlier. Yes. Right, right before podcast. Yes. And I almost had an asthma attack. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking in your 40s. Oh, that's the name of the podcast. Fucking in your 40s. Fucking in your 40s. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great podcast. Fucking in your 40s and it's like a little... Asterix. When I was in my twenties, I would look at porn called over forty porn. Oh my god, you've always been into older women. Yes, and now I have to go to over seventy porn to get the same feeling. Actually, let's talk about kidding. Let's talk about porn in a second. Actually, because I want to. I want to talk about that. Actually, um. So producers, what I'm trying, what I'm trying to, that could be a good segment. Yeah. Um, we're thinking about. Changing the name of the podcast to uh, We Hired a Sitter for This. We Hired a Hey, everybody. Welcome to We Hired a Sitter for This. It rolls off the tongue. Um, Patrick thought of it. It was his creative genius. It started as what we will call the live show. When yes. we do a live cabaret. When, when we do it. When when We Hired a Sitter for This is in a club and we're we've got comedians and singers and dancers and we're hosting it. Uh, Sunny and chair style. Yeah, we hired a sitter for this, 
but then I was like, you know what? That would be a good podcast title because we have we have hired we have recorded episodes while we had a sitter watching our child. Correct. And right now she's in daycare. That's the only reason we're able to do this or what we did 40 minutes ago <laughs> during the day. Which we like penciled in. We were like, okay, like what are the events for the day? Yeah. So yeah, we're thinking about calling it. We hired a sitter for this. Uh, Cause you know, we're in a new stage. Like who cares about Ross and Patrick? Yes. But also there's a lot of other things going on and we will inevitably end up talking about parenthood quite a bit and how it affects us and our life and our choices and our family. Yeah. Um, but hopefully we're talking about parenting in a way that would even appeal to non-parents. Yes. Maybe people who, to, to justify every reason why they decided to not have children. We're here to help. Or, yeah. <laughs> we're you know, here to let you know what you are not missing. This okay? is the world's first podcast prophylactic. <laughs> If you're hetero. It's a cautionary tale. Yeah. Um, or uh, or maybe it's for people who do, would like a child eventually, then you can know what you're in for. Yeah. And I mean, we and, are. And, and also everything, you know, we have a lot of other things we would want to talk about. And we are not experts. We are just, you know, sober white people in Brooklyn doing our best to raise uh, empathic, progressive, intelligent child and keep our, do- our dog alive and well-fed. Uh, We're human beings, not human doings, okay? Okay. Okay. Hear me, Mr. President. <laughs> what the fuck I'm saying? I would love it if he really got rid of those student loans, though. Yeah. I'm holding out. They extended it again, so I'm like, come on, baby. So you're not paying them at all right now? I haven't been since the pandemic. Wow. Because it's all—it's like, well, I stopped paying them when we first entered 12-step recovery in money. And I like put them on a hold like mm-hmm. by reaching out to the biz, to the company. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic popped off and it was like, hey, guess what? No more interest. We're just like pausing these motherfuckers. Guess what? Money's an illusion. Nothing is real. Precisely. Dig Bitcoin now. I don't know about that. Hopefully. Is that what they call it? Digging? No, they mine Bitcoin. They mine. Back to the mines. Uh, Well, Fran does have like, I don't know, a hundredth of a Bitcoin. Maybe it'll help us survive later. Don't remind me about your rich boyfriend. (laughs) He ain't rich. Don't remind me of your wealthy. savings bond. Your wealthy Bitcoin boyfriend. Oh, yes. He's mining, baby. No. Um, yeah, he's mining. I'm digging Bitcoin. I'm digging it. Anywho, uh, so producers, that's what we're thinking about. We're thinking of changing the title because our lives have changed, albeit and there are things that have not changed that we will continue to talk about. We still care about social justice and the insanity of this world, and we still care about horrible reality television, and we still care about being sluts in them streets, but we also have changed a great deal. So producers fucking produce. Okay. I'm sick of doing all this work. Get on it. (laughs) 
Now that we know what we want to change the name to, tell me how to change the name. Yes. Technically. Please. Do we go into the website? Is it through blueberry.com yeah. or whatever the hell? Oh, no. He's got the cough. He's got the agita. Um, but no, seriously, if anybody knows anybody who's like in school, <laughs> looking or- to... Add something like this to the old resume or <laughs> the CV <laughs> or or somebody has a venue that you want us to just come and fuck around and put on a, a show. Let's just do it. Let's or just- a connection to a podcast network where they're like, you would be so good on that oh, podcast yeah. network. You know what? You guys wait. You do a podcast once every six months. You would be so good for this network. But like maybe we change the name. We start from scratch and we're like, we're it. Uh Uh we just need that one producer who believes you know what i mean we just need that one producer that has so much drive so much passion so much free time passion and doesn't want to get paid no and we do actually we would love to pay you it just may not be enough (laughs) (laughs) it just may not be for several years oh um what else what else were we thinking about? You said you were going to jot some stuff down. I did. But then you told me that we were just going to do like free form an all over the over, damn place. An overarching, an over a bird's eye view. I was going to like make sure everyone knows that I'm like aware of the atrocities of the world. But like, let this be a reprieve. You know, I don't need yeah, to get into and it. And also listen to NPR. <laughs> yes. Listen, listen to, to NPR. Listen to Al Jazeera. Listen to Democracy Now. Check out the the <sighs> New York Times podcast. It's a real pick me up every morning. <laughs> it's just there's a new variant on the horizon. We got a, that to look forward to. <laughs> I had a play date with our friend Chris and their daughter. Oh yes, lovely. And it was so fun. And uh, I had to switch my brain, and I was like, "You don't mean sexual. You mean an actual child's play date." Got it. Imagine Chris and I in a sexual play date. No, please. Uh, (laughs) And like 15 or 20 minutes into our hang, he goes, so you thinking about getting some iodine pills for like nuclear fallout? Oh Uh, my God. I was like, like, it is crazy to think like how close. What do those do? They used to sell them or like, I think it would deflect radiation or something. Oh, I that's, think it would, that's the claim. I think. Do I, we know I'm if not, it's true? I'm not really sure if that would work or not. Oh my God, Walt. Uh, I mean, Putin is finger on the button. Yeah. And uh, it's wild to think that all this parenting talk could be for naught. It could just be, you know what? Who cares about raising good kids? Because none of us are going to make it. All right, thanks for listening. (laughs) Thanks for listening. You know what, though? A seamless segue. Another reason, producer, to get us to the big time. Mm -hmm. Porn, okay? So you're talking about over 70, right? I have discovered my new niche, which basically slapped me in the face where I was like, obviously, this is like what I'm into. How did it take me so long to find it or figure it out? Androgynous dyke stud. I mean, it's, you know, you got to really type in those search words. I was going to say, you got, <laughs> like, how many words per minute can you type? Cause- well, I got there by 
what did I what did I type in? I think I typed. Oh, I always go lesbian. Mm-hmm. Which I also want to say, I want to start paying for my porn. I don't really love that I, I don't use it enough. So I'm sort of like, yeah, eh, I'm not gonna pay for it. Yeah, but I do believe in paying for it. Yeah. So I'll just say that. <laughs> You're willing to be willing. I'm willing to be willing. Um. So I take lesbian. I go lesbian. Are we so androgynous dyke porn? It makes me think of um. Oh, what movie is it? Uh, it's basically just like a hot androgynous lesbian who, really, I'm like this person is definitely queer. Yeah. Like this is not just two girls that have been hired to like fuck each other. Uh-huh. You know, and I think the stud aspect is that, like they're. Dom. They're in and they're in some jeans. They're in some they Wranglers. They are in some jeans. They are in some jeans. They're androgynous. They're hot. They've got work boots on. They're probably like in a peg. Mm-hmm. You know, there there's like dikey e- stud energy. They're either gonna fix someone's sink or peg them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So this just in producer turns out found my niche. I don't know how it took me so long. Have you ever dated someone who identified as an androgynous? No, not that identified as that, but looked like that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So we, we found your type. I mean, I knew that was my type ultimately, um, which probably is just because of like my most serious relation. My most serious queer relationship was with somebody that was like trans male identifying, but was very androgynous. And You're talking college. Yeah. So it all comes back to these like, you know, um, foundational. Formative. Formative relationships in your youth. Well, I wonder what the formative relationship was in your youth, youth, like your childhood. Like what? Yeah, I don't know. Who was the, who was the androgynous dyke stud? Stud dyke? <laughs> Androgynous lesbian stud or androgynous dyke stud, which it just I end dyke up there. March. Go to the dyke march. They're they're all there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't really have any memories of being like knowingly attracted to women as a child, other than like hooking up with my friends as like a young child. <laughs> Well, if something broke around the house, out of your parents, my mom, who was gonna go 100%, fix it? Hundred percent. Who was gonna go get that? Hundred percent. My who, mom. Who was putting on their tool belt? We all know my mom is kind of butch. Like, let's be real. They, she would get her tool belt. She's putting on her back brace, put, putting it around her waist. No, she's literally she's gonna go fix. She's gonna go screw a screw. My brother and I always joke about how my mom always mowed our like very small yard, and she. Would always she throws on a back brace, <laughs> leggings that are tucked into like Timberland work boots, and she's out there yeah. doing the thing. It's like she put that back brace on. It's time to get real, doing yard work. You've got daddy issues with your mom. Yeah, probably. You want a mom to call daddy is what's happening here. Let's not bring my parents into it, okay? <laughs> Let's not bring them into it. But anyway. That is hot off the presses, producers. Do with it what you will. Patrick and I and clearly have different tastes and different love languages. Yeah, we did the quiz. What were your results? Um, my top two, which are pretty close in percentage. Number one was acts of service. 
number two was words of affirmation. Yeah, you want acts of service from an androgynous stud dyke. <laughs> You're like, please mend this fence. And then also like tell me how hot I am and mm-hmm. like how amazing I am and how funny I am and, you know, get the like New Orleans style parade down the avenue. Yeah, you want a full marching band. I want a marching band. Uh, brand. I want a marching brand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What do they say? Foreplay for women is it's all psychological. And what was yours? Uh, physical touch. Physical touch. Physical touch, number one. Number two, was it gifts? I think so. We were like exactly the opposite. Thoughtful gifts? Like those were like 10% and 3% for me. Like, I think gifts were 3%. Because I just get whatever the fuck I want for myself. Like I just don't trust anybody to even, even though you are an incredible gift giver. And coming up on your birthday so I better fucking deliver (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah you're like your love languages is like uh don't touch me and don't give me any any bullshit no I'm like but don't don't touch me and return that and clean this whole house and tell me what a good job I did on (laughs) dinner no but you clean the whole house and tell me what a good job I did cleaning the house that's ideal yeah that's I mean that's ideally what I'm looking for but it's a bit of a reach. Um, I guess we should maybe wrap up. How long have we been chittity chatting? 41 minutes. Yeah, because after all this raunchy talk, we got to go pick up old Frangiapan from... Uh, um, well, no, we shouldn't say the place. That's like dangerous from daycare. Yeah, we don't need any <laughs> My God. producers showing up. Jesus Christ. I forget, We forget about these things now, right? It's like... This is, we have a gorgeous, like, delightful, charming, not shy child. You got to fucking watch this. Yeah, she would get in any car. She'd be like, sure. Oh, God. Do you have berries? Yeah, I'll go. I can't. I'm uncomfortable now. We better go. We got to go get her. (laughs) She's like, did you say waffles? Let me in. So even though she's having insane tantrums, um... She's also like hilarious and a delight and making us laugh all the time and saying lots of funny things. Yesterday she was running around here naked, like igniting Peggy with energy, just like screaming in her face with delight and just like sprinting around with her little butt in everybody's face. And Peggy's like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, please don't bite her privates, Mm, Peggy. Yeah. I was like, what is this? Chaos. <laughs> yeah, watch watch what you straddle. You're gonna snag that thing on something. That's what you saying. You're like, please don't snag your vagina. Cause she's like going by Peggy's gate door repeatedly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which it's like wire. She ripped her diaper off the other day, pissed on the floor, and then just like looked at us and smiled. And I and we're like, and then she danced in it. And then we were, yeah, she was. She was stomping around like singing in the rain. Yeah, she was just like. She was marking her territory. She's like, I own you and this house. And it was right by Peggy's crate, too. That wasn't an accident. No. (laughs) We did have a dance party yesterday and today. That was cute. That Uh, was cute. It's funny watching her decode dance. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) She's like so focused on like what we're doing. Yeah. Like, how do I do that? Yeah. 
baby shark has invaded our life. Uh, it's been a couple days since we listened to it, I think. She asks. We do, Yeah, I think she's... I think... She's an addict, probably, and she goes in hard and fast and then is like, oh, I'm sick of this. I'm over it. I hope so. God, that music <laughs> put a bullet in my brain, please. But she requests it by going, da-da-da-da-mama? Da-da-da-da-mama? Oh, Baby Shark? You got it. Yeah. Which, who was I talking to about this? Oh, a neighborhood mom friend. We were saying how, like... The only child you can understand is your own. Yeah. It's like some other kids like saying complete nonsense and the parent can be like, oh, they mean this. Yeah. yeah Which like she is says, interesting. She says, help me, help me. <laughs> That's help me. Which sounds very similar to. Um, no, or ready. She says ready also, which um, kind of sounds like help me. And all done. All, all done. Sounds all kind of, yeah. All done does not sound like all done, but we know it to be all yeah. done because she does like a hand signal with it. Yeah, she's got, you know, she's got a bag of words that don't really sound like the thing, but we know what they are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what well, I'm trying to say is she's a genius. Fulbright, where are you? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we're glad we were able to spend this time together yeah. and update you all. We fun. will. We will be back. Producers, you've got a job to do, so step don't, up. Don't hang us out to dry. That's all we're asking. If you want us to even look at your timesheet, so we can't pay you, <laughs> get something done. All right. All right. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bang, 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 bang.